Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, in this episode we're going to be going over some of the issues and problems and ways I'm going to solve these issues and problems um, for the um, off-grid ranch and off-grid ranch house. Um, so in the following, um, the, the last couple podcasts, I was talking about how we had wa- um, currently started having water issues. And so um, what ended up happening was um the ranch itself we needed to put a um backflow prevention system on our water line here locally there was a law passed back in 2014 that required um all homes or properties to have a backflow prevention system installed well um it's now 2021 almost 2022 now right and they never enforced it never said anything well the water department said they didn't even push it. What they did was they said, hey, if you guys put it on, we can give you guys a cheaper rate on the water. And we said, and uh, my father actually was all for it because if we can get a cheaper rate on the water, then that's fine. So we paid a, um, a licensed plumber to come out and install a backflow prevention system on the ranch water meter. So we do have water, um, county water at the um, ranch that's the only thing that we actually get from like the county and it's it's actually for a reason back in the day um here locally at least big ranches had a priority of making sure they had water because um you know they were raising animals to go towards the stores to you know for people to eat and so that was a priority back in the day so our property still has running water from back in the day um a lot of the properties around us do not have running water so they have to truck water in Okay, but with that said, um, with the new backflow prevention system installed, um, it's not allowing enough water pressure to be pushed up because the the ranch is not flat land. Okay, the ranch is the terrain changes a lot. It can go really steep, really high, really low in different spots of the ranch. So with that said, um, previously, before we had the backflow backflow prevention system, Um, my water tank on the hill behind my home would fill up during the nighttime because that was normally the only time there was just enough pressure to fill up my water tank at night. Okay, and that's how it's been for years. But now that we put that backflow prevention system on, um, it's actually preventing, um, it's actually slowing down the water pressure from going that high for some reason. We had the water department come out and we also, multiple times, we also had the person that installed it come out multiple times um, to see if there was any issues or problems and what it comes down to is because our property is the last property on the water line for the county in that area um it's just a kind of a catch-22 um you know we're not able to increase the water pressure because it's already it's it's already kind of where it needs to be for the water department to operate without you know prematurely pushing the their pumps more than it needs to so Sorry about that, guys. Every time I seem to try to make a podcast, I start getting phone calls. It's one of those things. Um, but anyway, um, to recap real quick, um, now that we've actually put the backflow prevention system on, we cannot take it off. So it was a catch-22, really. Technically, what we should have done was just let it ride out without putting it on and dealt with the current water prices that we already had. 
But now that we've implement, you know, already installed it, and now the water department's done their inspection, we cannot go backwards now because by law you cannot go backwards. So really catch twenty two sometimes. You know, you try to do a, you're trying to do something to to do something the right way, not only because our local law says we need it, but not only that we could get a cheaper water price, but it's also coming back to bite us now. So now here's the issue. The whole ranch is able to get water, except my home. And the reason for it is because my home is um, pretty far off in the back and it's actually higher in elevation compared to everything else on the ranch. In fact, my home, there's only like maybe two or three spots on the ranch um, that could build a house that high um, that is basically just still higher than everything else on the ranch. So all the water lines on the ranch is actually you know, um, in elevation wise below my ranch house. So, uh, that's where we're at. So now my home cannot get water because their pumps are not going to be able to pump the water that with that much pressure to get it up to where it, where it used to go. So now I'm going to catch 22. So now we have, we actually own a water tanker that we've owned for a while now. It's actually sitting on the property. Um, a couple, I think a year or two ago, we actually had it all cleaned out. It's actually an aluminum, um, water tanker. So it will never rust. Um, it's in really good shape and it was only used for water. Okay. And so, um, we're going to fill up that water tanker and basically we're going to, there's a spot on our ranch where there's a, a T in the water line that goes down to our troughs for our corrals and for one of our other homes. Um, and we get water up to that point. But past that point, like continuing up to my property or to my home, it, it, the water doesn't want to go any farther up. So what we're going to do is we're going to put the water tanker right there at the T. And because we know we can get water there at least. And we're going to fill the water tanker up with water. And we're basically going to do a couple of things. Um, that water tanker is going to feed the water troughs for the... Um, corrals. It's also going to feed water to an, one of the other homes we have there. Um, and then what it's going to do is it's going to act as a reserve water tank, essentially, right? It's a water tank. And it's going to act as a reserve water. That way I can now put my own water pump in line in order to now pump the water from the water tanker all the way up to my home. Now we have county water, right? The county water is safe. It's drinkable water. It's potable water. It's good water. There's nothing wrong with it. So now my obstacle is this. First, we have to move the water tanker into that position, um, which shouldn't be too big of a deal. We'll just, you know, drive it up there. It's a really big water tanker. Um, I believe it holds, ooh, I think, 15 or 20,000 gallons of water. I think 20,000, which is quite a bit of water, guys in a water tanker and now keep in mind the troughs from the animals they drink in the morning they drink in the afternoon but they're not using anywhere near that type of water every day so the water that's going to be going into the water tank um there's enough water going in to easily maintain the water tank at a full level all the time so that's not going to be an issue the, the water tanker will never run out of water unless we have like a water leak down line of that water tank right um, but other than that, it should always stay full, but now I have to pump water from there, you know, um, all the way up to my home and my driveway guys is about one mile long and where we need to put this water tanker is actually about, uh, about halfway. 
about halfway of my driveway. So I still have half a mile um, from there to my home. And actually, that's where the current water line is running that I cannot get water through anymore. I was, but not anymore. So now I have to now um, put a pump in line. So what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to install a solar-powered water pump. And I have to find a water pump that can accommodate the head pressure and the distance. Because where that water tanker has to sit and where I have to put that water pump, it has to pump up elevation and quite a lot, right? And so that's where the, the challenge becomes is the elevation. For every foot that you go up in elevation, you create back pressure, you know, in your water line. And as you keep going higher and higher in elevation, well, it takes a more powerful pump in order to move that water uphill because it's got so much water in the pipe pushing back down on it. And so in my water line that I currently have, I actually have check valves. So I think every 400 feet, I have a check valve. I think I have like six or it's been a while. I think six or 10 check valves um, on my water line already. So I don't have to install anymore. Um, so that's the that's the good news. So now I need to find a water pump that can accommodate the head pressure that I need to overcome in order to fill my tank, my water tank, behind my home. And then my water tank actually gravity feeds down to my house where I actually have a water pump and a pressure tank installed. And that's normally how I actually get um, pressurized water in my home. So um, I'm going to be doing a system where it's going to be a solar powered system with I'm going to try to do it with no batteries and no inverters. OK, basically, we're going to take solar panels and we're going to go directly to the pumps. Now, there is pumps out there that can easily accommodate this. They can actually work on 24. I mean, sorry, 12 volt, 24 volt, 48 volt and even 60 volt. Some of these pumps can run on. So if I'm going to be putting, say, um, Let's see, 600 watts of solar panels, which I actually have um, solar panels that I never installed yet that are sitting on the side as backups or um, just extras. So I already have the solar panels. I don't have to buy them. And I actually have probably about 1,000 watts of solar if I needed it. But I think I'm going to get away with just using two solar panels. And I think each panel is 385 watts a piece. So well over 600 watts. We're, you know, we're talking, you know, 700 something watts between the two panels. Um, so that's going to be enough power. So I have the power. Now um, I have to wire that in. I'm going to run them in parallel and not series. If you run them in series, you're increasing the voltage and the amperage stays low. Well, what I want to do is wire them in parallel. That way the voltage can stay the same, right? And not increase, but the amperage increases instead. That's the, the, the change off. So I'm going to take those two panels, I'm going to wire them in parallel, and then from there, essentially, I'm going to be running a 24 or open voltage of roughly 36 volts. Um, that's open voltage. But when you connect it to a load, it's going to drop down to more like 24 volts. So I'm going to be running the panels in parallel, taking those wires, coming down directly to the pump. So now, every single day, when the sun comes up, it'll automatically turn on and start pumping water uphill to my water tank. So I know I can get it done. I just have to pick the correct pump that I want to use. Now that takes care of pumping the water up. But now here comes another issue that I'm, gonna, I'm working on currently, which is 
the pump does not know when to turn off. The pump will continuously try to keep pumping water throughout the day as long as there's enough sun. Well, I have to put something in place to, to turn the motor off during the day when the water tank on the hill is already full, right? Because I have a float valve in that tank. And the float valve will basically um, turn off or shut off the water from going into the tank so it doesn't overflow. Well, when that happens, the water pump does not know when to turn off. It's assuming it's still pumping water. But what's going to happen is when that float valve shuts off, it's not going to allow water to roll through. But the pump is still going to be straining and working even harder to try to pump the water through because it doesn't know to turn off. So now I'm going to have to put a switch system um, in place in order to make sure that the water pump is shutting off when my water tank is full. But here's the other problem. There's a distance from my water tank to the water tanker is half a mile at least, okay? And the elevation change is one thing and we have some hills in the way. So it's not flat land. So now I'm gonna, um, I'm actually looking around and I got some ideas where I can put a water sensor in my water tank, right? At, the, at a high mark. So wherever I decide the highest point of the water I want it to be, um, I put the water sensor there. But in order for the motor half a mile away to know that, you know, to make this all work, I have to implement either two things. Either I have to run two wires from, those wa from the water sensors all the way down my water line, all the way down to where the pump is at, which is far. And that's a lot of wiring, right? And wire can cost quite a bit of money when you're going that direction. Or I can do a wireless system. Now there's two ways I can accomplish a wireless system. They have what you call um, long range DC switches, which basically is a little circuit board that runs on DC. And there's a remote, a long range remote, it has a really long antenna that you can pull out in order for you to manually turn it on and manually turn it off. Okay. Um, and that would avoid me having to put the sensor in the tank where I could just, you know, turn it off, turn it on. But the problem with that is, is that if I'm not home a lot, which I'm not, I'm all over the place doing things. I won't be, uh, you know, I won't be home during the sunlight hours in order to turn on the pump manually. So now I have to go um, wireless and I have to make it work wirelessly. So now I'm going to put a water sensor in the tank and I'm going to put a... Um, um, internet or Wi-Fi essentially down at the water pump that way I can avoid the manual switching and I can avoid running these long cables and wires half a mile away or more um, and do it wirelessly um, so I'm actually currently right now I already know how to get the wireless there I'm already good because I have wireless at my home off-grid I have internet and everything out there and so it's very easy for me to add the um, internet right there at the pump, no problem. Um, but now I just have to come up with a solution for the wireless, um, a sensor in the water tank and a switch system to turn off the pump. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I had to kind of think through this whole steps of how I'm going to achieve this, right? First one was, how do I get the water up the hill to my property or to my home? Well, I found pumps that can do that. I just got to pick the correct one for the one I want to deal with. And now I'll give you guys an example. The pricing on this can range from anywhere from $500 to $800 for an appropriate size pump that can pump water 
up that elevation. So I'm looking at spending five to $800 just on the pump itself. Luckily, I already own the solar panels. They're brand new, never used. So I don't have to spend any costs there, right? So there's the pump. And I actually have the internet device already that can give me an internet signal down there. I already own that. So I don't have to pay for that. So now what it comes down to is I have to get a um, pole in the ground so I can mount the solar panel. So I have to buy the pole. I already have the mounting brackets. Um, that way I can keep the solar panels off the ground so our animals don't mess with it. Um, I have to anchor um, the water pump in such a way that it doesn't get destroyed, right? Uh, and then I have to figure out um, how I'm going to send a signal from my water tank down there. So it's kind of a step-by-step -step process. Just trying to figure out, I'm just taking it one step at a time. How do I get the water up there? I need a pump. What kind of pump am I going to use? Now, I could do this. I could run solar with batteries and inverters to run the pump. But there's so many more extra components, which is going to add up in money, right? And there's also more components to fail, right? When I can do a basic system during the day where it fills my tank up because I can tell you guys right now during the night I do not consume enough water to drain my water tank behind my home it just, I just don't use that that much water during the night so if it turns on during the day when the sun is up it's more than adequate to pump enough water up there in order to fill the tank daily no problem so it was just a matter of finding the correct pump I want to use that can run on DC going directly to a solar panel with nothing else between Solar panel directly to the motor, right? Um, but then I have to now uh, make sure I can get my internet there, which I can. So there's all these little steps that I have to look into, right? So I have everything laid out except for two things. The switching and sensing part, right? Um, I have to put some type of wireless sensor, water sensor in my tank that can communicate Wi-Fi wise, right? Internet wise. Because then I can easily do it to the internet device that I can easily install and cost effective wise it's super cheap in order for me to install next to the pump itself and we can send the signal or a timer through that way. Now keep in mind I do have these regular plug outlets that I use all the time which are Wi-Fi enabled where basically you plug it into the wall and you plug like a lamp or you can plug um, whatever else you want into it like a coffee maker or something. You can plug that in and you can actually program that switch and it has an, an app and the app you can actually go in there and program and schedule when you want it to turn off, when you want it to turn off and turn on and off. And you can also manually turn it on and off as well. But that's a that's an AC um, a, you know, plug essentially. Well, because we're running all DC, that's where it gets trickier because I was kind of hoping I could use something like that because I use those all the time and they work great. I've never had issues with them. So I'm trying to look for a solution, something like that, where I can, you know, um, wire it through a switch, the, the, the pump, wire it through a switch. That way it can communicate with my internet that I'm going to install next to it. That way I can um, manually turn it on and off or have it pick up a signal from the water sensor I have to install. So that's the um, part I'm at right now, just trying to figure out those little bits. If I can figure out, you know, those two little bits, then I'm, I'm off to the races. I am now ready to start buying the pump. I can go and now start digging the hole, start putting the pipe in the ground, concreting it, mounting the solar panels, and start actually assembling all of this. So I'm actually on the hunt right now of looking for a quality um, Wi-Fi switch that can work on DC power um, to make this work.
And here's the thing. I actually do have a wireless DC switch. The problem is I don't believe it's going to be able to handle the amperage um, that that's going to be going to it. So I'm going to look more into that set of things, but just kind of giving you guys an, an, an idea of what I'm dealing with currently right now. Because um, as of right now, my home, my off-grid home has no running water at all. I do have a water tank on the hill that's got about half a tank of water left. But once that half a tank of water is gone, I have no more water. So I do have to come up with a solution pretty quick here and make sure it's going to be reliable, right? Because I don't want to be replacing components, you know, all the time. I want it to be very reliable for a long time. Um, so I'm kind of on the crunch here. I need to figure something out. Luckily, I'm not staying at the ranch house currently right at the moment. I'm actually staying across the island. I'm doing some projects. Um, so it's not essential that it has to be on right now, but, um, you know, once that water tank gets to the empty point, then, well, I'm not going to have water. <laughs> hard to take a bath and hard to flush the toilet and use the sinks when you have no running water, right? So um, that's where I'm at. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Kind of giving you guys some insights of what's happening behind the scenes here. Um, I will probably um, video this for YouTube, um, the process of this. So a lot of you guys that are listening to this right now are having first um, grabs on the information. So good for you guys. Um, but yeah, I'll probably be making some videos on this one because this is going to be an interesting one that I think some other people could find some some big value in because maybe they're in a similar situation or they can take the components I'm using to accomplish a different type of project they have going on, right? Um, so yeah, I'll definitely be documenting that for sure. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Stay positive. Keep your head up. And I'll give you guys an update or a video coming up hopefully soon on um, my game plan here of what's going to happen for my water situation because I need water. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. See you guys on the next one.